Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to the Gamerpreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Bradford Carlton. Today, I have a very special guest for you. I have Shania Renee. Hey there, Shania. How's it going? Hi. I'm doing well. How are you? Oh, I'm wonderful. It's a beautiful sunny day in Las Vegas. How about yourself? A great day in Houston, Texas. So, um, we're doing all right over here. <laughs> Wonderful. All right. So, Shania, what I like to do on this show is I like to jump just straight into it and just ask you, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, please? Okay, great. So, I am a 35-year-old mother of two. I have a little boy and a little girl. Um, hopefully, they don't pop in. <laughs> if they do, you know, they I got a three-year-old, um, and she wasn't feeling good, so she may pop in at any moment. I get it. Okay, good. Good, so we're on the same page. Great. Um, I am in the upper management field of non-emergency medical transportation at a call center. Um, so I am a manager, almost under a director. Um, so I'm, uh, I do that. I work from home due to COVID, um, did a lot of changing, you know, with that situation. So we went from office to homework. Um, and that's basically it. That's pretty much it about me as far as what, you know, I do for a living and how I keep myself entertained with my family. I have a kid. I'm, I'm a mom. So. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. I really want to know, like, that sounds, that was a mouthful for your description. You, you're a, ma a manager yeah. for non-emergency medical transportation. Like, I think I got that right. That's okay. Yes, that's correct. <laughs> um, so, so basically. No, no, I, I'll um, ask you later. But before I, I, before I get into that, I, I this is the yeah. gamerpreneur. Well, being for it before I get that, I ask every guest a single question. So like you, you got me all like we're we were ready to roll. Oh, oh. <laughs> so I on this show, I like to ask one question to start, just because I kind of like seeing different gamers' answers to this. And sure. when I first started the show, my answer everybody's answer was fairly uniform. And as I've been going, I'm starting to realize that people are being more considerate of their answer on this one. So I'm gonna pose the same question I've asked everybody else to you as well. Sure. On a scale of one to 10, how weird are you, Shania? <laughs> That's a very good question. Um, oh, wow. I would say I'm probably an eight. Who was that? Because despite all of like the makeup and the hair, I'm very gothic. I am, I would say I like a lot of skulls and dark things. Um, so I would say I'm pretty weird. I like an eight, I would say, but it, yeah, I think that would be the best way to say just an eight. I wish I could get more, but yeah, I'm about okay. an eight. Okay, well then let me ask you this. Is Nightmare Before Christmas a Halloween movie or a Christmas movie? Very good question. I prefer to watch it via Halloween. It is it is largely considered both, but I prefer to watch it more on Halloween than I do on Christmas because it gives me more of a Halloween vibe than Christmas vibe. So yeah. Perfect. I love it. Well, I mean, I watch Die Hard on Christmas because it's technically a Christmas movie, so I get it. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right. <laughs> okay, so Shania, this is the gamerpreneur, so I do need your gaming cred. When did you first start playing video games? Ooh, very good question. So my very first platform for gaming was a Sega Genesis. Um, I am that old, right? Um, so yeah, I would play Sonic the Hedgehog. I had Sonic the Hedgehog 1 and 2. Um, I don't know if you remember this game. It's called Comic Zone. Comic? And it was where no, he would... No, that one I don't remember. 
I okay, played a so lot, you know, especially back on Sega. I don't remember that one. Yes, Comic Zone. It was an awesome game where, like, he was in the comic strip and he would beat up the um, he'd beat up the characters, and then like they would fly out of the pages. That was an awesome game. Um, I also would play a little bit on Super Nintendo, um, but my Sega Genesis that was my first gaming platform. Then I went on to PlayStation. That's how I fell in love with Tomb Raider and uh, Lara Croft. Um, Parappa the Rapper. Do you remember that game? Oh, I do. Oh, yeah. Yes. I see it. I see it pop up every now and then. The fact that I still see it is like, where is that yeah. coming from? <laughs> yeah. I um, that was my first um experience with that. And then of course I got on to PC and I discovered The Sims. Um, I fell in love with The Sims. I mean. From day one, I was able to create characters and live a life. Um, how I look at The Sims, I look at it as freedom, free will without consequences. And then I felt it is. It, that's basically what The Sims is. It's literally free will without consequences. And I've been in love with them ever since. And so those were the first games that I experienced um, as a child growing up. I love it. Okay. And what do you play today? So today, I am the proud owner of an Xbox One. I also have a Nintendo Switch. So I am on my um, Xbox. I am playing Grand Theft Auto, Mortal Kombat. Um, I think it's the game called Man Eater, which is shark. The shark, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I play that. Um, and uh, Tomb Raider, which I'm still addicted to Tomb Raider. Um, on my Nintendo Switch, I am playing Zelda, which is very hard. Me and my son both play that. It's very difficult. Um, I play ARMS on uh, my Nintendo Switch as well. And so that's about it. I, I, am, I have a PS3 too, but I barely touch that anymore because I'm waiting on a PS5. Fingers crossed. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, those, that's, that's where I am right now in my gaming status. And I'm also playing The Sims, except I'm playing The Sims 4 now. Fantastic. Okay. If you had to pick one game out of everything you've ever played, what's your all-time favorite? The Sims, hands down. Which one? Because I remember Sims oh. 1 with the hot date expansion. That that took a few hours. Yeah. I will say this. The Sims 3 is way better than Sims 4 as far as the, the gaming aspect of it. Because with The Sims 3, you you basically had everything um, in it. What they did was with The Sims 4, they added all of the features that you got in Sims 3 later. So like with the toddler, um, mod, you didn't get that in the beginning. You got that when you first got The Sims 3. Um, university, you know, you had them grow up into teenagers and in The Sims 4, you had to wait a while to get that. So my favorite personally is The Sims 3, but as far as graphic wise and um, not just graphics, but I guess I'm trying to say the impact of The Sims, like the moods, the it's more detailed in The Sims 4, but The Sims 3 overall, best, best of the best of them all people. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so Shania, let's go ahead. Oh, it's no worries, no worries on the, the pup. Okay, cool. I'm like, I have a dog too, so I'm it's sorry. All good. <laughs> I've had I've had guests like their cats were crawling on their heads. Like oh wow. <laughs> no worries. No, no, none of that here. <laughs> I have a dog though. All right, so I want to talk about the preneur part. So you said you're upper management for a non-emergency medical transportation company. 
All right. That's correct. I did, I did that without writing it down. So. Yeah, that was awesome. You did amazing. That's so good. I'm so proud of you. Okay. <laughs> what is that? What, okay. what, what do you do? <laughs> so basically what I do is, um, for example, say you are trying to get to the doctor for a normal checkup. You call my company, we send you. That's it. Okay, wonderful. And um, maybe you can tell us a little bit about your background. How did you end up, your professional background? How did you end up to the place where you're now a manager at this company? Very good question. Um, sorry, my son in the background. Can you give me one second, okay? Okay, thank you. Told you, my kid, sorry, told you. Okay. <laughs> I apologize. Um, so this is how I got started. Um, and I'm going to give you the quickest version that I possibly can. I started as a temp in January. Um, I went through a temp agency. This January? And this January of 2020. Okay. Um, they trained me, um, started working on the phones. Then they sent us home in I think April, March or April due to COVID. Um, in June, I got officially hired into the company as from being a temp to an actual direct employee. Um, from there on, in July, I got hired as a supervisor. Um, then as of September 28th, they promoted me to manager. Oh, that's incredible. So, Congratulations yeah. <laughs> on that rapid ascent. Thank you. I had to tell it to you like an increment, but that was the best way to tell you how it happened. But yes, that's correct. That's, yeah, it happened very quickly. Okay. Wonderful. What kind of job responsibilities do you have? Sure. Um, so I manage a team of almost 30 people. Um, I am basically responsible for making sure that the, we have enough people to fulfill the position. Um, I go over attendance. I go over quality assurance scores. I, um, answer questions, um, in regards if the agent isn't aware of what they're doing. I make sure that we have, um, if there's any kind of escalation issues with people that they're speaking to, I handle that, um, I am basically the first in, um, in command. Um, and then I have my supervisor who is the second. And we basically, you know, bounce ideas off of each other. We do incentives. We, you know, we, we have to reprimand people. We have to reward people. Um, so basically what I'm doing is I'm just overall chief <laughs> in, in the field, in, in, this, in this industry for my team in Houston. I'm basically the chief and I just report to, you know, CFOs, CEOs, directors, anything like that, any kind of reports that they're looking for. I'm responsible for that for our Houston team. All right. That is incredible. Very cool. Let me ask because, <laughs> you know, in not even a, a year, it's only been what, nine months now, essentially, since you said nine, you what is it like going from, we'll say, an employee to management? Because obviously it takes a different skill set. And like you, I mean, you wouldn't have been promoted unless you had a certain set of skills. Like what, what, what makes you different from everybody else? Because they didn't promote somebody else, they chose you. I would say what makes me different is that I'm extremely professional. I am, I do not let 
outside issues get into what I have to do for my job. I literally, I am on the phone. Thank you so much for calling. How are you? Oh my God, I'm so great to hear that your day is going well. Okay, how can I further assist you? Then after I handle the call, was there anything else that I can help you with? Okay, well, if there's nothing else, thank you so much for calling and I hope you have a great day. I'm extremely professional on the phone. I don't ruffle any feathers. Um, when we were transitioning to going home, I only asked once while my counterparts were asking multiple times, oh my God, when are we going home? When are we going to do this? When are we going to do that? So I made sure that I was seen, but I wasn't annoying. Do you get what I mean? I was basically, you know, if anything happened, I communicated with my boss. Um, if I had any questions, I asked. So I, I basically was consistently a professional. So that's why I say I think I got further along in my department than others um, because of my professionalism. Fantastic. Okay, kind of a different yeah. question. What is it like dealing with the people who were essentially your equals or your coworkers now that you've been moved up? That's a very good question. Um, at first it was intimidating. It was very intimidating at first because you, you have to reprimand them when they're doing wrong, but you also have to learn to be a little tender. You have to understand where they're coming from as far as an agent perspective. Um, it's gotten a little bit easier because I'm not handling a lot of the brunt work on my own. I'm also dealing, I also have a supervisor with me that assists me with making decisions as well. And I also rely on upper management to guide me in the right directions. So for me, having to explain what management is looking for to the person that I was working with next to at one point in time, it's a little bit easier now than it was before. I can tell them like, look, I know things were different, you know, back in the day, but now we work for this company and they're looking for this. This is their expectations. So it's it has a sweet and sour moment sometimes, but overall, not so bad. Very cool. Okay. Now, are you the kind of person who passes the buck up to the higher ups or does it stop with you? Um, as far as, as far as reprimanding people, no, it kind of stops with me. I, if, if, if I have to write someone up or they have to be terminated, then that's it. I don't really have to tell the management. They know. Um, if they need to know like a head count of how many people are there on our team, then yeah. Then of course I have to let them know. But everything else just kind of, eh, it's it. That's me. Just me. No one else. <laughs> like I take care of it. So, yeah. Okay, so part of my purpose on this show is to be able to show others, maybe there's somebody sitting there on their couch, just watching this on the, their phone, wishing that they could advance in life, right? There's, there's so many people out there who wish they could do something, and maybe that sitting here listening to us talk is giving them the motivation to go off and be a little bit better. What advice would you have for somebody who's, you know, you started as a temp, like that's almost as low as you could have started, right? So yeah. what advice would you have for somebody able to move up? Like, what is the trick? I would say be diligent and be professional um, in communication. Um, 
definitely, you know, make your stance known. If you're able to ask, hey, you know, is there an opportunity for me to move up? What do I need to do? What, you know, what do you need to see? And and put your best self forward. So you would, and like make, I said, you would ask, you would make sure that you ask. Right. I would ask, but I wouldn't also be annoying. Do you get what I'm saying? Like people ask and then they're like, Oh, I need to know this. I need to know this now. Like there's, there's so many steps in upper management that it just, just doesn't go with one person. There's multiple people that have to get these answers before it comes back to you. So just be mindful of that. Um, if you don't hear anything, follow up, but don't every single day, Hey, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? It's nothing wrong with being knowledgeable. Um, don't be afraid to ask questions um, and consistently communicate and be professional. You, you have to remain professional because at the end of the day, you're trying to work permanently for this company and they're looking to see that you can handle yourself and represent them well. Wonderful. Okay. Now, um, do you plan on staying here long-term or are you looking to move up somewhere else? Oh no, I'm in here for the long haul. <laughs> They literally, they're going to have to like have me kicking out screaming because this is, I'm in here for like as long as I can stay. So yeah, I'm not going anywhere. Okay. Wonderful. Now let me ask you this because, um, you did tell me how old you were at the beginning, but I'm not going to repeat it because I'm a gentleman. Um, no, it's fine. I'm 35. I'm okay with that. I'm <laughs> All right. I'm 35. I'm totally cool with that. And so you started this job at this year. I, I have to wonder if you could go back, let's say like 15 years, go back 15 Ooh, wow. years into your own past and you get to talk to little Shania and you go, yeah. little Shania, this is everything that's going to happen to you over the next several years. But here's the one thing I need you to know. What is it you tell yourself? Wow. Um, I was emotional. Um, you tell yourself that you are good enough. Mm. You are important. Do not compare yourself to anyone else. Your struggles are going to make you way better than what's happening at this moment. I can assure you, you are going to have like the low, one of the lowest points that you've ever had and you are going to come above it and it's going to just open your eyes to so many other things. So that's what I would tell myself. Okay, fantastic. I am. Um, I feel a little bad now because normally right here in the segment of the show, I would, I would ask you to talk about you a little more personally. So a little less about sure, no, business, please, but you a little more personally, because I believe our failures are what define us. Not, not in terms of you are always your failure, but your failure is what causes us to learn, to grow, to be able to move forward. And you, what you just okay. said, hit that nail right on the head. Um, mm -hmm. So I would normally ask, you know, what is your biggest failure in life and what did you learn from it? But if you don't want to tell me you know, your biggest no. failure, you tell me a failure. <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, I'm so glad you brought this up and I haven't shared it with everybody, um, but I figured I'm on this platform, so I might as well because it could really help someone out later on. Um, October 6th of 2019, I attempted to take my own life. Um, I did. I attempted to take my own life and that was the lowest point I've ever been in my entire existence. Not many people know, 
Um, that's why I'm glad you did mention this question because it is something that needs to be shared. Um, I, of course, am here and um, what's crazy is the anniversary is coming up. So I, I'm in such a greater spot than I was. And that's why I say like you, these things that happen to you, they don't define you. I mean, they do, but they don't. Do you know what I'm saying? Like it, it's, you come to this point in your life where you're like, oh my God, things just can't get any worse. And then you give up and then you, you're still here. So that tells you that, okay, you're not finished. There's something else. There's, there's some rainbow that you're going to see. There's some, you know, the yellow brick road is going to show you something that you didn't see before. So yeah. Um, that was one of my lowest points. That was that was a failure for me. That I am. I'm so glad I overcame. And if if I may ask, what was what was it that turned it around for you? Well, um, actually, so getting this job um, because I quit. I quit my last job. I and, and the reason that I went through such a low point was it was a call combination, if I'm pronouncing it right, <laughs> of everything that was happening, especially with my um, employment. So I quit my job that I was at. I was without work for three weeks. Um, and of course, I'm a single parent, so I'm supporting my kids. And I needed to work. And then I got this email about this job. I talked to this girl, Christine, on the phone. She was like, you'd be perfect for this job. You sound amazing on the phone and that blah, blah, blah. blah. I'm like, okay, let's see what, it, what happens. I get the job. I'm in there. Sorry, my dog is barking. Um, I go in there and eyes wide open. I like what I do. It's simple. And that was just it. Everything else fell into place. Like, it was like as soon as I got the job and I realized, okay, this is what I like doing. This is fun for me. It's not just work. It's I I can actually do this. I love it. Everything else just came right. So Okay, wonderful. Well, I'm so glad things turned around. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Now, kind of not a related question, but slightly on the same vein. What is something you're working to improve on in yourself today? Um, wow. So I'm working with being a little bit more patient and learning to control things or learning to accept what I can't control. Um, and that's hard for me. That was always a hard task for me. Even with going back to video games, I don't think people realize how much patience it takes to play video games. It is, it, it is, it's the ultimate test of your patience and the ultimate test of your um, logic and being open-minded because it's things like you will get challenged on a level and you're like, damn it, I can't get past it. I've done everything I could, I put in cheat codes. I've done everything, oh my God, why can't I get past this? Literally my thought process. And then you step back, you take a deep breath, and then you move. You're like, okay, this is good. I'm almost there. Oh my God, I'm gonna beat this level. I'm there, I did it. And that's that's what I'm learning. I'm learning this sense of patience and just accepting that I'm gonna have to make certain moves and certain things to happen in order for me to get in a better place. I hope that was a good answer. Was that a good answer? That's perfect. Thank you. <laughs> 
kind of one more fun question. Um, sure. What is something that you think that people misunderstand about you the first time they meet you? Oh, wow. Um, I love these questions. Oh my God. <laughs> these are so insightful. Um, the first thing that people, I think, when they first meet me, that I'm not a thought, that I'm not, I don't have authority or I'm not direct. I'm nice. I'm very nice. Um, oh, come here, let me, let me love you. It's okay. But if you're not doing what you're supposed to do, I'm going to correct you. I'm going to tell you about yourself. I am going to do it. And I'm going to do it in a way where you'll sit up there and be like, well, I don't know whether to be offended or if it's just, it can't, because it sounded so sweet. I don't know what to say. Like, I, that's, <laughs> that's where I am. So that's one thing that people don't know about me. Like, yeah, she, uh. I'll cut into you if, if you cross me. I'll say that. <laughs> uh, fantastic. All right, Shania Renee, this has been a fantastic interview. Thank you so much. How do people find you? Where are you on social media? How can they get in touch with you if they want to? Sure. Um, find me on Facebook. I'm on Facebook. I am on Instagram. I am on Snapchat. Um, <laughs> What's your handle? I um, so my Facebook handle is Shania Renee. My Instagram handle is Shania Renee. Um, my Snapchat, I believe, is also Shania Renee. Uh, most of my social media is Shania Renee. Um, I just got on Bigo. Um, so Bigo, I am on there as well. I'm, I do live videos or live streaming probably once a day, like every two, an hour or two. Um, so I'm on there. But yeah, Shania Renee for everything. Um, so yeah, that's how you guys can find me. Wonderful. Okay. Now, as we wrap this up, is there any final thoughts you want to share or anything I didn't ask you think we still need to cover? Um, women gamers matter. <laughs> we are important. Do not think because a girl is, she plays games that she's not dedicated as much as anyone else. That's all I want to say. Um, thank you so much for allowing me to speak. Um, this is awesome. I'm so glad you were able to let me tell my truth and my story. So I am so grateful to you. This is incredible. Absolutely. You're very welcome. Thank you very much. And on, and on your point, 45% of gamers worldwide are, are women. So it's it's not like it used to be back in the exactly. day. Right? You know, we exactly. probably started playing at roughly the same time in our lives and you know, right. same time frame in, in, in real time too. And mm -hmm. women didn't play back then really. Right, right. Yeah, we're, we're on it now. <laughs> Absolutely. We play now. <laughs> so I am, I'm right there with you. That's a point that needs to be hammered home. It's not like it used to be. And it's, right. it's everybody. There's no such thing as a typical gamer. We all are gamers. Yes, yes, absolutely. Without question. Okay. Well, Shania, I genuinely appreciate you coming on today. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. This is so amazing. I am... I'm speechless. This is like the greatest experience ever for me. I can like write this. Like I did like an interview, like my first interview on like a web show. This is bucket list goals right here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I could help. <laughs> all right. But on that note, for everybody else, I'm going to remind you all, don't be just a gamer, be a gamerpreneur.